So we live in this crazy world right now, full of either conspiracy theorists or people who think that other people are conspiracy theorists. Yet, week after week, month after month, it seems that these so-called conspiracies are proven to be true. And things are getting a little bit wacky, you know? Sometimes the truth sounds like a conspiracy. Sometimes it's like, I don't know, man. These days, it's like, what the hell's going on? You turn a corner and World War Three started. And at this point in time, it's just like, oh, nobody's surprised anymore. And there's, there's kind of two minds or, or, or two places that I've been pulled to in amongst all of this craziness. There's one where it's you go into the rabbit hole and you are overwhelmed by the floods and the wars and the politics and the injustices, etc., etc., to eternity. Or I just go in this opposite direction where I realize that there is another option countering all of this noise. Take a guess. Is it about purpose? Is it, is it about... I'm, I'm asking you to guess. Being on as a if, life path? As if we haven't discussed this previously. Like, this is completely new to us. <laughs> wow, how did you know? I just had a feeling. Yeah, that's crazy intuitive. That's <laughs> wicked. Yeah, it's got to do very much with staying in your lane. And this is what... You know, sometimes people ask me, how are you? How are you going? How are you, Danica, with all the crazy stuff going on in the world? How are you holding up? And for me personally, it's almost I've reached this point where it's almost like the crazier shit gets on the outside, the more calm and centered I feel within myself. Honestly, I really mean that. And I can engage in these discussions with people who are caught up and I can myself get caught up and I can get angry and I can get riled up. But five to 10 minutes later, I'm back to my center. And the whole time, even while I'm riled up, I'm watching myself and I'm fully aware that I'm engaging, but there's still a part of me that isn't sucked into it. And so those people, they ask me, how are you doing in amongst all this craziness, all this chaos? And I just say to them, I just keep having this analogy of, look, there's my peripheral vision on the sides, which is full of all the chaos of the world. And then there's my direct line of sight. And I'm just looking straight ahead. And I see my everyday life. I see my health. I see my goals. I see my values. And I am choosing to stay focused on that and nothing else. Nice. That brings me to a really beautiful place when I think of that as well, because you actually helped me with that recently. I found that I was getting caught up and I called you. I don't even know if I mentioned to you that I was feeling overwhelmed with this, but you brought something up in terms of staying in your lane. And then I thought to myself, well, oh, I had to remind myself rather, what is my purpose? Why was I born? And that is not a question that everyone has the privilege of answering for themselves. But those that do have that privilege really have to hold that close in times of chaos. And so when you say things like, I feel even more peace when my surroundings are full of chaos, that is a beautiful 
indication of something that is close to enlightenment. It's something that shows the unwavering nature of your peace. Yeah, it's interesting that as you said that I was instantly taken back to my first great loss, which was losing my grandmother and sitting in the room with her beautiful body, her spirit had passed and watching my family members come in one by one and process that loss. That's a crazy experience to have had, eh? because watching how anyone, everyone else responds to that is so uh, just teaching. Yeah. And then, and in the days and weeks that followed and all these rituals surrounding her death and the grieving process and watching my family grieve and this, this, this pillar of the family having been torn away, I did feel so much peace and serenity Mm. within that process. And so there is this, this beautiful part of my essence. And I think the human essence that has this capacity to, when you really drop your shit and come back to yourself in times of chaos, what you find there will be of such value to you throughout the course of your life. Uh, Keep going. Did you have a train of thought? That's absolutely true, actually. I was going to say that when you come back to yourself and you come back to the the quiet, peaceful sound of your intuition, you're reminded that energy is constantly moving. And chaos is just that happening, perhaps quicker than normal. So you are able to reference that place of peace or reference chaos from that place of peace and just see it all as energy moving, which in turn allows this, I would say, healthy detachment, not this ignorant, idiotic, um, tunnel-visioned person who's cutting it out purposefully and just doing it to try and stay in their lane. You do it with awareness. You know what's happening. You know that you have very not little control, but you, you're not, you're not going to go fight a war yourself. Right. So it's one of those things where you either you either decide, is this my place to, is this in my lane is staying in, is, is my lane filled with political activism, sharing information constantly getting amongst the chaos, or do I know my path? And is that what I need to focus on? That's exactly the train of thought that, helps so much in this situation because you 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 must also have these moments where you ask yourself am i obliged to care should i give a shit am i am i ignorant you know am i <laughs> you selfish know what? it is it's a, it's it's a perplexing situation because it does make me feel like i'm being selfish a lot when i choose not to engage with these things and i actually have a policy for these kinds of things when i say these kinds of things i mean the drama of the world, okay? I know it's all happening. I know it's all there. And I know it's all affecting people in different ways. My policy is whenever I observe something bad in the world, I have to go on the internet and observe something good. That's my rule. Mm. And that is an important thing for me. If I don't, I've found that I tend to get caught up a little bit more. I feel a little more anxious day to day. For every one bad thing happening, there's a hundred thousand good things, or maybe at least a hundred good things. I believe the good outweighs the bad so much. But what are you gonna see on your smartphone, on the TV, on anything? Good things don't really sell. That's why you'll see the news, and they have a formula which is three fear-based pieces, one interesting piece, 
and then one cute dog laughing at the end or doing a backflip. And then they leave you with that sense of, oh, that's cute. And then that's the sort of, that's the, that's the formula they use. It's mostly fear. They know that fear sells more. So they're trying to engage fear. Yes. We're constantly being inundated with the drama. It's being shoved down our throats by the news, the media, our friends, our family. You walk past people, conversations on the street, they're talking about the drama. It's just never ending nonstop. And this is what I'm feeling that my energy just keeps being, or or people, not people are trying to, but it's almost as if there's this pull outwards of my energy. Like it's trying to be sapped in all of these different directions. And I keep having to reel it in. And I'm like, no, you don't get it. You don't get to have my energy. I choose not to focus on any of this. And I don't think it's selfish because I think you touched on it earlier where unless you you really got to ask yourself, like, is it my, does it align with my path and purpose to engage in this? Mm. Does this keep me on my trajectory? For some people that real the, the charity and the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for when you help people? It's ridiculous. Altruism? I it. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but for some people, it's their path to get involved to a certain capacity, whether it be... You mean ha- activism? Activism. That's the thing. Gotcha. Activism. It's, it's people's path to get involved, whether it be cleaning up after the floods or trying to make a stand politically or trying to send a message on social media. Like this seems to align with people and that's great. But for me personally, I got to ask myself, man, like, do we need another voice? Do we really need another voice or do people already know? Okay. Wait, that's a good question. I want to hold you there because a lot of people would argue that if you have a voice, you should be using it for good. Now, this is what I've been pondering the last few weeks. I very much care about a lot of people who are involved with, you know, various sides of political arguments. And I love these people dearly. And the the issue I have is that I haven't spent any time researching the intricacies and, and the level of depth that exists. Now, I know that I am not for violence. That's an obvious thing. But if I speak out and say something like that on the internet, which is... I mean, let's be real. Is that really going to fix things? It, it'll make people aware. But, you know, one video goes viral. And even if it gets to someone who's corrupt, is that going to change them? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, 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 so my question for you and myself is, even though you're not educated, or if you are or not educated on the matter, do you speak out? Now, my answer before you jump into yours, sorry. Uh, it's actually no, because unless I understand, me personally, unless I understand what I'm talking about, unless I understand things, I personally feel uncomfortable. Now, I'm, I'm open to having a discussion about these things. I'm open to learning about these things more, but I will not be go out there and tell people what to do or tell them my opinions, but I personally haven't done research and I don't understand all the intricacies of it all. All I know is that I fundamentally disagree with hate, corruption, greed, and violence. And does it need to go further than that for you personally? It doesn't. I think not. I, I don't know that it doesn't. I, I, don't know, I don't know that it does, sorry. And 
And more and more these days, I have people sending me videos. You got to watch this. You got to watch that. You got to listen to this. You got to check out the way this guy tells the story. And I'm just like, man, I don't have time for any of that shit. Like Mm. I don't, it's not that I don't care. It's just that I don't have time or energy for Mm. that. And for me personally, my life path still exists. My dreams and my aspirations are still achievable. The impact that I want to make in the world is niche, but that's where I belong. Mm. And I don't think spending any time getting sucked into the political narrative, the injustice, et cetera, et cetera, is going to help me progress towards my path. That is time and energy I could spend not on my phone. Outside, breathing fresh air, moving my body, or drinking about some water, things that are going to help your life path. Doing my work, learning about shit that matters to me. Mm. Because ultimately, if you have a life path and it's a meaningful one, then what you're left with is something that out the goal of it ultimately is to help a large array of people. So if that's your goal is to help people, then are you going to spend time engaging? with the drama and saying things that perhaps have been said or are you going to focus on the more unique and personalized way in which you believe you were put on this planet to help people and that's it like can we stay creative and individualistic with the way that we're doing ourselves in amongst all of this because i think that it's hard i think i have always also been somebody who wants to do things my way and more and more when there are sides, you know, there are sides, you're either on one or the other, or you believe in this or that more and more when there's all of these options to like slot in here and agree with this person, not agree with that person. I'm just like, eh, I'm going to do me instead. You know, how about I not pick a side? I mean, I know where I stand. I know what side I'm on. I know what I believe in. I know what's right and what's wrong. I don't agree with half the shit that's going on. I think a lot of shit's crazy. Yes. I'll have a five to 10 minute discussion about something. I will engage on a surface level, but I will not get riled up because that is creating a state of stress and fixation and obsession within myself that I cannot afford. And I think that our, that my attention span, my energy is so valuable that all of this stuff even if it's important, even if it's impactful, people say, but this, this affects you. You don't understand. This actually impacts you. It's like, yeah, but it's still a distraction Mm. because at the end of the day, nothing impacts me more than the way that I conduct myself. That's a good point. That's very interesting. I'm hearing you and agreeing with you, but from one perspective, trying to understand how someone who's politically involved might call people like us selfish. And I'm always doing this. I'm always trying to check myself. I'm always trying to see if there are other blind spots that I'm not aware of. Now, the way I see how someone who might see you as selfish would communicate with you now is they would say, well, isn't your life purpose to help people? Aren't you ignoring ways in which you can help people? Shouldn't you be engaging in all the suffering so that you can help relieve it? You know what? I would say 90% of people I know when I ask them what their life path and purpose is, they say to help people. That's not my purpose, man. Maybe my purpose is going to end up helping people. Yes, that's a part of it. But personally, my life purpose seems to be doing what I love and what interests me. That's selfish as fuck. But unfortunately, like 
I know you very well. I know what your life path is and you're being modest here because your end goal will help so many fucking people in so many different ways. But that's what I'm, that's, that is why I am not phased by people who think I'm selfish because them calling me selfish is just them trying to define me. They're trying to figure out where I sit on the political spectrum, where I sit on the social spectrum. You go ahead and do that. You try and figure me out. People or, are always trying to box you in some way. Yes. It's just the, it's the whole sides thing you said yes. before. Everyone wants to know what side you're on. Rather than that, give me 10, 15 years to show you what I want to do my way. Guaranteed it's going to have an impact. Mm. And, you know, I think a lot of people also have this life path and purpose to help people and that is the name of the game. And so if your path and purpose is to help people full stop, then engage. There are so many people who need help right now. This is what I keep coming back to. My path is a long-term path. Mm, well, the change that I make well. is not going to be in the next five minutes. It's not going to be in the next five days, five weeks, five months. Give me 15, 20 years to show you what kind of change that I'm going to make. Nice. That's my deal. It's a powerful statement. And I can indeed say, for those who don't know what you're doing, Danica, in the future, and I won't even reveal that, that your path is a very healing path and it will help, you know, if it gets to a global scale, millions of people. I think so. And look, inherently, I am interested in helping people, but fundamentally, I'm only, I'm only going to do what interests me. And so the means to that end are what really interests me. I know that people are going to be impacted by it, hopefully, in the long run, but yeah, it just gets a little bit more specific than that. And so for me, mm. that's why I need to keep chugging away towards that one thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It actually reminds me of a famous audio term called signal to noise. And uh, one of my favorite bands, Dream Theater, wrote a song about this. Signal to noise, okay? Basically, it's when you plug a cable into either a microphone or an amplifier or a guitar, um, guitar going into an amplifier. And what my brain's the- already switching off. Okay, well... That's not about your brain. Let me explain it a little bit, okay? You actually play guitar, so this might relate to you. Let I don't sh- play guitar. You used to play a long time ago, and you had a martial amp, so you would kind of understand this. Do you know how when you put the guitar amp on distortion, which for people who don't know what distortion is, it's the loud sort of rock sound you, you guys hear. You Thank you for that. It's exactly that. Um, when you put the amp on distortion, there's a almost like a continuous hiss that happens. And when you start playing... Your playing is so much louder than the hiss. So think of the noise as that hiss and the signal as the playing. Now, Dream Theater wrote a song using that as a metaphor. So what you're trying to focus on is the signal and minimize the noise. Now, if you're an audio engineer, you're also trying to do that on some level. But I always relate this back to the universe and life. And I always see it as the signal is your life purpose and how you want to make an impact and help people ultimately on the planet and the noise unfortunately is everything else it doesn't matter how personally attached to it somebody is it doesn't matter if it's even even if it's something that is deeply affecting you or people you love dearly and on some level on some level it's still noise it's all just and here's why that's not selfish because i'm being so black and white right now i am saying I want X goal. Anything that isn't X goal is noise. And that's obviously weird because you could say, well, eating a meal is 
not that goal. So then why do you eat meals? It's like, no, I have to sustain myself. No, I have to exercise so that I can reach X goal and not kill myself. There's things you have to do for yourself in order to get to X goal without, you know, with your sanity and, and have the most, the greatest impact possible. But everything else is noise. And when I come down to countering my own selfishness, which I'm still trying to do and I'm not convinced that I have done. So maybe you can weigh in there again later. When it comes down to it, I say that there's already enough noise out there. And do I want to be adding to that? What's more important than adding to the noise? Yes, I can help without adding to the noise. Yes, I can silently do things that help the situation. But ultimately, your signal is the most important thing. If that's your life path, then that's what you need to focus most of your time and energy on. For, for, for me personally. Yeah, I mean, that's not to say that you don't care, right? Like if you, for example, lose your best friend along the way, it's not to say, oh, that's a distraction. That's okay. Move past it. I got to get back to my music. No, because now it becomes a part of your path and purpose to move through that grief and that loss and to hold space for your emotions and to channel that and to come back to a place of love and appreciation and gratitude and wellness in time so that you can continue on your life path. So it's not to say that we're so obsessed with doing what we want to do that we lose the care and the compassion. And, and that for me is very true. I, I think that I have a very big open heart fundamentally if I tap into it. And so when tragedy strikes, when shit goes down globally, I feel the weight of the world Mm. and it damn near cripples me. It damn near cripples me. And that is why I am see, I am prioritizing this clarity that comes along with me staying in my lane and on path. Because in these times where I feel completely overwhelmed, I ask myself, what do I do? And the voice that speaks says, you do you, boo. And I'm like, cool, I guess that's the only thing I can do. Really, that's the only mm. thing that I can do that doesn't keep me on this in this space of feeling all the weight of the world. I don't need that. I don't need that. I can't do that. I've got shit that I need to do. You know what I mean? So again, it's not wise to be crippled by it. No, I have the conversations. I engage, I help a little where I can, but mostly I take care of myself and I do what I need to do. But let's go a little bit deeper now. Okay. Let's go a little bit deeper because the reason that we're having this conversation, and I don't know if we're going to end up naming this podcast this, but we, we want to talk about the ultimate conspiracy, right? Mm. Me and Jesse have come up with this little concept called the ultimate conspiracy. Yeah. The greatest conspiracy of all time. Yes. Uh, what is it? So inherently, when you are truly on path and on purpose in a deeply self-reflective way, in a way where you are not numb to your surroundings. Like again, I say, I've got that line of sight and I've got the periphery and I've got the periphery, right? I'm not ignorant to it. I know what's happening right outside my direct field of vision, field of vision. I have the awareness. What is an inherent part of being this on path and on purpose is my connection to something more. My connection to the glue that binds it all together. And all the periphery, all the distraction takes me away from that connection. 
And so when I prioritize my path and my purpose, I am prioritizing my soul. I am prioritizing spirit. I am prioritizing the infinite part of me that will set here on earth in this day and age to do something that is bigger than what I even think I can do here. Yes. Yes, I love that. When I think about all the great things you can do when you do connect with your soul, all these things that have been said in mystical texts, um, it makes me wonder if prioritizing the soul is pretty much the pathway forward here because all these amazing people are constantly praying for peace. And we've seen the studies on how prayer influences the world. Have you read those? Pretty incredible, man, honestly. So it makes you realize that connecting to your soul, connecting to spirit is a conspiracy because everything else is going to distract you from that. But if you can stay connected, go on. And if you can stay connected, you do your best work. You do your best work, yes. And you make the most impact and you remain the most peaceful amongst the chaos, which is always favorable because it's very easy to fall into the whole uh, negativity, you know? Negativity trap. Because inherently, if you're doing your thing and if you're not pulled into the periphery, then you have the utmost sense of clarity. And the reason why we bring... You know, I guess we're jumping a little bit from the discussion of purpose to the discussion of like a spiritual connection or a connection to something greater, esoteric practice or deeper sense of self-reflection, whatever you want to call it. You know, try not to attach too much weight to the label. Mm. But the reason that we're jumping from the, the life purpose to the spiritual aspect of things is because for me having a connection to spirit in some shape or form fuels my life purpose. It fuels my flame. It gives me the inner voice that has been keeping me on track on path. It gives me the clarity that I seek that I'm looking for. It helps me to kind of redirect when I can't find a logical way to do so. You know, when, when the mind is overwhelmed, when I'm, full of stress, when I've overworked, when there's a lot going on in the world, when my heart's feeling heavy. What do you do when you're intellectually overstimulated and emotionally overwhelmed? You turn to your spirit level compass, right? Mm. Like that becomes your guidance system. You go deeper and you go, okay, the the world just overwhelms me, spirit. My body is out of whack. Help me. My mind is out of whack. What do now? What do now? And Wayne Dyer says this in a really funny way. He says, when you're overwhelmed and you're in that place you just described, he says, let go, let God. Yeah. Which means let go and release your problems to God or spirit or whatever word you want to use for something greater than yourself. Because if you can't deal with it and it's weighing you down, what can? If you believe something greater can, well, then it might just do that. And it it does it right it, like it, it, it does the thing it, it works. comes to you the message gets delivered it works it works i want to jump into how i came into this way of thinking it was actually through conspiracies it's such a weird thing to think but let me elaborate a bit so it actually makes sense i was always looking for answers when i went through like a big turning point in my life and 
I'd started looking into the corruption of the world and I got really negative and really fucking angry really quickly. And I watched all these documentaries and I changed everything about my life. And I was looking at all the fucking terrible things happening and focusing on them with a flashlight and just only staring at them and blocking out everything else. And even going to people and be like, why don't you care about this? Why don't you know about this? Pointing fingers at people who were ignorant to these things, telling, telling myself in their mind and sometimes those people to their face that they are part of the problem and that I know things that they should know and they should listen. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. That's a rant that I'm sure lots of people have, have like experienced the emotion of. Yeah. And when I got to this place of absolute despair through that belief system, through that longing for to find truth, I realized that the truth was actually, <laughs> it sounds silly and it's going to sound really fucking generic, but just bear with me for a second. Okay. The truth was that God and spirit and the connection to something greater than yourself, that was the greatest, most ultimate truth that I could have ever come across when I saw the signs, when I saw that, what I say are the conspiracy, not the conspiracy, sorry, the uh, synchronicities. When I saw the synchronicities that had odds of one in billions and I was just completely shocked and brought to tears and gobsmacked by the level of communication between me and the universe, the level of connection between me and spirit and something greater, that was a changing moment for me. And that's why I think God is the greatest conspiracy of all time because when you know and when you felt it, you just know. And sometimes you know so bad that you want to try and convince people, but then you realize that preaching is only a sign of your own light flickering. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. I love that. Mm, I, I love I, that. I, I plagiarized that, but go on. I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so this is why we call it the greatest conspiracy, right? Spirit is the greatest conspiracy or God or whatever you want to call it because A, we're living in a crazy world where conspiracies are increasingly... I mean, depending on what they are, you know, the, the earth is round, newsflash, but um, often conspiracies are being proven to be true. Things that people thought were lies or uh, rabbit holes, we've come to find that it's happening, man, like this shit's real. And secondly, it's a conspiracy because everything is pulling you away from the fundamental truth, even if you go into spiritualism through religion and through institutionalized um, spiritual practice, that's a whole other trip that pulls you further away from your own inherent connection to spirit, which for me happens every morning in my bedroom when I'm sitting in front of my bedside table, man. That is where the most profound connection goes down. Not in a temple, not on some crazy substance in the middle of the jungle. You know, I mean, maybe all that kind of stuff's also adding some spices and flavoring into the mix. But the way that you show up every single day and just have the conversation with the universe, like, hey, universe, how are you doing? I'm here. I'm still receptive. I'm open to what you've got to say. Watch it come through, man. Watch mm. it come through. And, mm. and all the other stuff pulls me away from that. But when I'm not pulled away from that, then I'm on path and on purpose. Nice. Well said. One thing that uh, was really helpful for not only me, but friends of mine who were just getting into it was to buy like a Tara deck. I know Tara and Oracle cards, Danica, that's a big thing for you. It hey. still shakes me, man. Like, uh, sorry, just quickly. Yeah, like, no, please. It still shakes me to this day. Like I had this moment where you, you came over uh, a couple weeks ago. Do you remember the cards that are sitting on my deck? Justice and the lovers. And? 
uh, what was the other card? Was it uh, Pentacles? No, 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 no. It was the Hermit. The Hermit. Oh, okay. No, the, it's I, not I, a traditional depiction of the Hermit. Yes, but it was, yes. It I didn't was, know what it was. So the main two <laughs> ones were Justice and the Hermit. And I haven't been pulling tar- I don't pull Tara every day. It's 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 really few and far in between for me. And sometimes I, I think my logical mind says you haven't used it in a while, so it's not going to speak that clearly. And I always take everything Your with a grain of salt. logical mind does that to you? It does stupid things. You know, I just, whatever. It's pretty but, mean. But anyway, shuffled the deck <laughs> this week, pulled two cards, bam, justice, bam, the hermit. I was like, how? The chances of that are near impossible. Tell, tell us, A, what those cards mean, and B, what the questions were you asked yourself before you pulled those. I can't re- So, so... I've been asking for general focus. I don't want to get too into like a daily focus. I don't ask questions necessarily. I'm just like for this week or the next couple of weeks, what is something that I should focus on? Mm. Justice being really knowing what is right and understanding that the world will respond to that. So what energy I put out, I get back. That's justice, clean cut. And the hermit being that light that shines from within going within to find the light um not necessarily disconnecting but enhancing your connection within yourself to yourself in order to find your connection to everything so if you are feeling a lack of connection to your world then you haven't sat with yourself enough you haven't set your sat with yourself with enough intimacy with enough uh self-reflection with enough awareness with that with enough curiosity go deeper within that's to a yourself big one, actually to, curiosity that's yeah a real big one yeah like that's what kind of led us to the on, on, onto this path hey which path? curiosity the paths of getting answers from the universe the path of connecting to spirit curiosity was almost the biggest thing 100 percent. yeah sorry to interrupt you but that, no, i just really had fine. to really had to emphasize i don't that. know i think that resonates very heavily with me and where i'm at and where the world's at those mm. two cards and so it, it made sense that I pull them again. Utmost clarity. And every time you feel disconnected, come back to yourself. Mm. It's a good tip for people listening who maybe feel, maybe feel overwhelmed. You know, try Tarot, try Oracle. And an Oracle comes with a book where if you pick a card, you can read all about the message of that card. And like you said, to this day, it shakes you absolutely me as well. Yeah. In terms of you pick a card or you ask a question and the guidebooks will give you generic generic questions you can use or you know i recommend making your own up um or you can take very basic things like what does the universe want to tell me right now or what is what is a blind spot of mine that i need to focus on little things like that and it shakes you so hard man sometimes it brings you to tears yeah because like pulling the same card two three times in a deck of 78 cards pulling two cards back to back like that's, that's statistically almost it's not impossible but it's statistically improbable for sure of course sometimes it happens for weeks at a time yes two times in a row is like oh okay that's pretty cool then it's like when it happens you know you do 12 picks over 14 days and every single time you pick the same one it's like what the fuck's going on here? yeah that's like, that's a thing something, that happens yeah. something that actually incites your curiosity as well and i've seen people who don't believe in this connection to spirit play with these decks before and then 
get an answer that was profound as fuck. Yeah. Where I and them and the people around in the room have, have all had goosebumps and gone, whoa, that's stupidly fucking specific. What the hell? That's what I love about Taro. It's not like, oh, this is a ramble. Should I just stop right now? No, it's not a ramble. This is great. This is great. <laughs> because what we're talking about ultimately is a connection to someone great, uh, greater than ourselves. And Taro is one of many ways to do that. Yeah, it's a brilliant tool because people say it's like astrology. It's like, oh, you can attach that meaning to anything. It's like, well, Taro not only has 78 cards, but those 78 cards have two meanings, an upright meaning and a reversed meaning. And then if you pull one card... The next card you pull changes the meaning of that first card. So basically, there's an infinite. It's infinite. There's yeah, a, it, it gets, infinite it gets amount ridiculous. of possibilities. You can and calculate so, it, but it's silly. Yeah, yeah. So the possibilities of that being scarily specific are again damn near impossible. Yeah. But I digress. <laughs> we always digress. That's our jobs. Though, to digress. <laughs> the connection to spirit is ultimately the greatest conspiracy of all time. Everything will always distract you from it. And it's important for you to remind yourself if you have a specific purpose that is perhaps not really related to the noise, but you know ultimately that you from in your heart, you are doing this because you really want to help people. You want to be helped in a way that will make an impact in a certain niche or in a certain field. And anything that pulls you into negativity is actually robbing you of that ability. So eyes on the prize is this long-term goal. Eyes on the prize is this... Um, you reaching your ultimate best version of yourself and these tools that connect you to spirit, they are so essential. And they keep you reminded that you're not making the wrong choice by committing to yourself in a time where everybody's asking for your energy to be distributed elsewhere. It's if when you feel conflicted, turn to those practices that help you reach your inner compass. And it may not be a spiritual practice. It may just be your subconscious mind if that's what you relate to. Mm. But don't forget it's there. It's there. It's there. And on the contrary to what you first said just now, uh, it might actually remind you that maybe you should be being more vocal and being more activist-like. Absolutely. And so what what you have to trust and, and know, which is part of the conspiracy we're trying to talk about, is that there are divine answers to be realized by you if you're ever lost they are there and i'm talking to myself here too because sometimes i get lost and i i forget i forget or the last thing i want to do is go pick up my cards and that's what i'm being silly it's obviously self-sabotage in, in, in a unique form so come on jesse get your shit together <laughs> but, but seriously if you think you are being selfish why don't you why don't you ask for some guidance and yeah. and, and figure out why don't you ask for a sign to show you what your path is why don't you ask for uh, why don't you ask a very specific question about hey should i be more vocal about this or should i do uh this kind of post or should i be should i speak to this person about this kind of thing should i post about this kind of thing should i share this one youtube video with the world that I think is enlightening. Should I do it? Should I go into the rabbit hole? Cause that's going to lead me to my actual life path and purpose. And I've just been distracted the whole time. You yes. Know? How yes. do you figure this shit out? How do you go deep, go deep, find spirit, self-reflect and be a conspiracy uh, theorist, be a conspiracy Get spiritual theorist. with life. Yeah. And, and again, conspiracism is just trying to find the truth. Conspiracy was a term invented by the CIA. And I believe it was the sixties or the eighties. Did you know this? Sounds like a conspiracy. <laughs> Nice, dude. That was actually, that was actually funny. <laughs> but for real. Really, and the same as the word marijuana for cannabis, um, that was invented by the CIA like a as fear-mongering well. term. Yeah, they, they, put a, they put a slap a label on it 
advertise it in some way, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, as negative. And that way they can put people in the category associated with that thing. And then those people can be looked upon differently by society, classic, divide and conquer. Mm -mm. Come on, you know this game, people. It's been played for thousands of years. You're all much, much smarter than that. So yeah, connect to spirit because when you when you do, man, that's everything. Yeah. And uh, to, to tie it back to something you said earlier in the conversation, you said referencing chaos from a place of peace. I really, really love that. And healthy detachment, you also said. Healthy detachment. Yeah, that, that's, that's something that is very subjective. Healthy detachment is not ignorance. It shouldn't feel like ignorance. It should feel like you still have compassion, but you know, you know what you need to do for yourself. And that's purpose. That's radical purpose. Yes. Divine purpose, rather. And when you reference chaos from that place of peace, I assure you, fellow humans, that your little bubble of reality also stays pretty damn peaceful. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like the periphery is chaotic, but well, if I choose the clarity that's in front of me, if I choose to retain a sense of peace within myself, then my world, at least my immediate world, is pretty damn peaceful too. That's true. That's the uh, as above, so below principle we've discussed many times, maybe at least three times here. Just, just go back and listen to all our episodes over and over and over and like you'll get the message. Like we pretty much say everything that's important, you know? <laughs> and like, we just know everything and like spirit and like do what we say. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I hear it. I hear it. You know. Nice, I nice. I love the arrogant jokes. They're my favorite. So <laughs> that's it. What else was that? That's it. That's it. It's yeah. all there. It's all look short episode, but fuck it, man. Like was we, it short? I have no idea. I, Hopefully, shorter than Fingers our last crossed. one. Yeah, shorter than last. It one. just it just feels like everything we're trying to say. Uh, the logical, rational person could listen to that, and still, still, they could find a way to be like actually no that's coincidence or actually no that that is because of this and and your logical mind is the very thing stopping you from connecting to spirit and it's not a bad thing to be logical be logical but understand that if you're only logical that's not balanced that's not yin yang and coming back to that one another thing that you said earlier in the party as well keep that energy moving Mm. as soon as you start fixating doesn't feel right. Do you know start what I'm to saying? attach. Yeah, you can start to attach. You can start to attach. And so as soon as you start fixating, that's not right. That's not real. Why are they blah, 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 blah. Once you start going down the rabbit hole and once you start feeling that negativity rise up within yourself, you're probably getting fixated. Keep the energy flowing. Just move on, man. Cool. If you don't resonate, do your thing. Mm. Prove us wrong. So if you want to see some serious change in the world, it's best to start by changing yourself. And that's a timeless thing and it sounds cheesy and generic and you've heard that a million times, but unfortunately it's true. Everyone wants change. No one wants to change themselves. You gotta change yourself. The root of all suffering comes from ego-based traits that get out of hand. So get get control of your own ego-based traits before you uh, try and tell people what to do. And I was talking to myself as well. Sage Jesse with the truth sandwich that if he could... He would feed to everybody on a regular basis. I like me a sage sandwich. I'm just going to leave it with don't get caught up.
drop sound in, in there. That wasn't even close. That's a fart noise. <laughs> Do you know what a mic drop sound sounds like? It's like, it was like a reverb. It's like the hissing of the feedback. Not a nuclear bomb. Jesus. You're getting worse and worse at your guesses. Just stop now. Can I keep going? Did you want to? I mean, I'm kind of over it at this point. I think we've said everything we want to say. Now we're just wasting people's time. I don't even know if we've said what we wanted to say, to be honest. I end every episode with, uh, did I even get to my point? I have no idea. I never know. Dude, that's so funny you say that because I end every episode with, did I even make any fucking sense? Yeah. Like, am I speaking English? Can people understand my words? God, because I just don't know. When you finish an episode, for those of you who haven't recorded a podcast before, sometimes you just end and you're like, what the fuck was I talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes, like every single time. Most times. <laughs> one, time I, one time I ended the episode and I was like, that was cool. I think that made sense. Those are the ones I listen back to and I'm like, ah. Those are the ones I listen back to and I'm like, you don't listen back to any of them. Don't even lie. Some of them I do. Ha- at least half. At least half. Okay. okay, look. I don't believe Less it. than half. Yeah. Okay, maybe. You skim through it when you're five. editing and that's it. Maybe five. You know, like, who cares? You okay, don't need to honestly, lie about it. Nobody I've listened, cares. I've listened to one of them. <laughs> okay, it was none. Well, I've listened to all of them. So like, I'm a bigger fan. Just saying. Of, of yourself or of me? Of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to most of them. For reals. Nobody cares. Why are we still talking? <laughs>